You are now tuned in to Penrose versus Anybody, a show that creates a judgment-free and unapologetic space where we can discuss our fears, celebrate our success, laugh at life, and grow from conversation. Each episode, I will deliver personal transparency in an attempt to complete life's puzzles. We'll discuss the strain of conversation, poetry with Penrose, three things for your day, and a whole host more. As always, you can't come on my house without love. So do me a favor. Jump back and kiss yourself. I love you all. Enjoy the show. Black women. How are you? How was your day? Before we get into it, if you're within a drop of my voice and you're a black woman, let me start by saying I love you. Let me apologize for my inconsistencies. Bred in a community that made you less than me. Every time I failed, it was you who rescued me, giving you backhand compliments based off your sex with me. No base program responses like I'll take care of you forever. Then when you have questions due to my digression, I'm like, yo, who the fuck is Slim checking me? I apologize, black woman. I don't think they even understood the rhetoric they were teaching. I love you, black woman. I see denying my community's backbone is just like skin bleaching. Look at them leeching. Everything you do, they imitate, but can never emulate. Because surpassing you is like I'm doing God in the creation race. I hate this place. One where you're told to embrace your strength, but not your independence. I hate this place. One where you're told to take my shit and learn to live with it. I hate this place. One where if you suck and fuck too good, insecure niggas fathom you to fuck the hood. He got an attitude. Now you walking around like, what the fuck is good? And all he did is fuck up something good. <laughs> Black woman, can I take you on a date? Court you with boundaries, read books, and watch the sun kiss your face. Wake up next to you without previously knowing heaven's grace. Yo, side note, nothing speaks intimacy. Like waking eye to eye with a woman and she runs her fingers down your face. Black woman, can I explore your innermost truth? Can I learn what it is to be you? I don't want to take your place. I just need to see you. Most problems are corrected from the inside out. I just want to free you. Not from yourself, but from the disgusting ways I've been taught to treat you. We all scream protective, but most objectify. Objection is cool, but we must prioritize. Because as much as she wants her head pulled, ass slapped, and rough sex, she just got off work, cooked and cleaned, dealt with the kids, and asked what's next. You said you had shit to do. She said she wait up. No sweat. And I was 2.30 in the morning, and she being woken up by what you doing text. We got to do better. Black woman, I will worship you in any scene. Wake you from any nightmare and rock you to sleep for any dream. Be a protector by any means. My life for your blood, no question, queen. Give me the guillotine. Most men haven't been taught to paint a picture so serene. Who can see beauty and death? It's a grossly seen. But you're black against mine, obsidian, multi-things. I want you to grow babies from my labor. It's our culture thing. I love you, black woman. I apologize for us. For our lack of protection. Our lack of empathy. Our lack of us. I love you. We love you. And we will do better. Black woman, these are words from the depths of my heart. These are words from a man who couldn't be who he was or who he is without you. Black woman, there's nothing like you. The stars are what your mind are made of. The freckles on your face, the curves in your cheek, the small of your back, the way you hold our hands. Black woman, I love you. I love your laugh. I love your smile. I love your leadership. I love your wisdom. I love the way you nurture. I love your instincts. I love your light skin. I love your dark skin. I love your brown skin. I love your kinky hair. I love your locks. I love your straight hair. I love your fupa. I love your skinny self. I love all of you. Black woman, without you, there is no me. And without me, there isn't this voice. And so everything I put forth 
is because a black woman gave me a chance. I love you. You ever heard yourself mess up in the edit? But be like, man, I'm not going back to fix that. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome into a safe space. Welcome into a healthy space. Welcome into my space. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Penrose Eames. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with me. And I 100% appreciate that. For everybody who does know me, I love you. Just like I loved you five years ago, I love you now. Thank you all for being here. Um, I hope you enjoy the entryway poetry. I hope you enjoy the message that is going to come across in this show. I hope you enjoy yourself. I hope you enjoy me. I hope you just enjoy your life right now. <clears throat> Yo, um, if you've been in the game like I have, remember when Jay used to do the shout outs? Y'all remember that? Like, I'm that old. That's, like, I'm that old in podcast years. And remember, he, he used to have a song. Like, Jay from Just Say Words, remember, he used to, it's time for the shout-outs, the shout-outs. Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how old I am. Let me move this mic back. Sorry if y'all hear some bumps and some shit. My bad, my bad. That's how old I am in podcast years, though, is, is I remember those days. I remember... The shout outs and shit like that. But anyhow, um, thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for coming to another experiencing another episode of Penrose versus anybody. I I love you for being here. I appreciate you for being here. Um, my birthday is coming up on the twenty first. Uh, shout out to me for turning another year older and being able to continue to move this energy through God's realm. And. I appreciate this energy that God has given me because my my G, <laughs> the 27 through 32s, are oh, they giving your boy the energy. Ooh, it's, <laughs> it's mean out here and I'm with it. I'm with it. Um, with it being my birthday, I am already planning a celebration for next year. 2020 has taught us something. 2020 has taught us a lot about, well, I'm going to say me. 2020 has taught me a lot about myself. It's taught me a lot about uh, sticking to goals, pertaining to goals, um, paying attention to people that, that are in your life for different reasons, different seasons. Um, not always, not not being afraid to jump head first, but make sure that you know what you're putting your head into. Um, 2020 has taught us, uh, everybody, a lot. Of course, we've had the pandemic. We had the the social unjust that has been uh, focused on black people for so long, but has seemed to come to the type of head that the entire country has gotten involved and even parts of the world. Uh, we've had, uh, shit, man, Kobe died. Let's just be honest. You know what I mean? Um, we've just had so much. So, uh, for 2020, man, like it's taught me so much. So going into 21, I want your, to rock out with me, with this being my birthday, this weekend, my birthday is on September 21st, so my birthday will be Monday, uh, after the Monday after you hear this, but with that being said, I want to, so from this year to next year, I'm from Detroit, if you know in Detroit, it gets cold on like September 1st, like cold enough anyway, if you're from the Midwest, you know that, that, that cold start coming through, I want to culminate a celebration, and since it's 
cold enough. It's not like deathly cold. It ain't like the hawk outside, but it's cold enough. If you know me, you know I feel like as soon as September hit, it's hoodie season. I go from regular rows to hoodie rows. And, and, you know, every dude out there, I think, got their own version of a hoodie them. You know what I'm saying? I think that's why so many people resonated with hoodie mellow. A lot of our favorite mellow, a lot of people's favorite mellow is hoodie mellow. And it's only for that reason, to be honest about it. But next year, September 21st in Detroit, the details are being worked out right now. This is not me um, selling tickets, selling wolf tickets. This is me actually just wanting to get y'all excited, as excited as I am. Next year in Detroit, uh, the weekend, it'll be the weekend before September 21st, I'm presuming, due to the fact that my birthday is going to be on a Tuesday next year, which is my favorite day of the week, but who's really going to travel on a Tuesday? We are doing hoodie, hoodie season, a hoodie season birthday party. Bring your hood, bring your hoodies to my hood. Um, brand creators, entrepreneurs, artists, rappers, actors, Anybody, uh, 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 web content creators, you got a YouTube page, you, you Instagram funny, whatever you're doing, I want your brand on your hoodie and I want you to come rock out with us. I want you to network. I want you to party. I want you to get down. This is going to be Penrose celebrating his birthday with y'all. 2020 taught us a lot. And another, and one of the biggest things it's taught me is if I want to do this shit, I got to do it for my fucking self. 2021, on my birthday, I want to party with y'all. Put your hoodie, bring your hoodie to my hood. Represent your brand, represent your life, represent whatever. That's what we're going to do. Moving the fuck on. Yo. <laughs> Listen, thanks for everybody who's been fucking with me on the Instagram videos, too. I love it. Like, I just want to bring you all inspiration every morning. I really just want to be the rose that I say I am. You know what I mean? I know who the fuck I am, and I really just... I love the attention that y'all give me. I love... I just love it. Just thanks for the video, love, too. Um, I'm on Instagram every morning, at least every, trying to be every morning. I'm just trying to give what God gives me. I, I definitely understand that the realm I'm supposed to walk in is this realm here. And it's scary when you have to actually, when you got to like walk away from conventional shit, cause you know, conventional shit pays the bills right now. It's scary because you don't know what's on the other side of that wall, but clearly always on the other side of that wall is a, is a different form of success. So shit, this is what we walking in. So I just want to appreciate everybody that's been fucking with me with the videos. Um, but in, again, if you, if you podcast years old like I am, depending on how long you've been in, you remember when Jay had the shout outs. And just in the sense of what I'm, I'm talking about today, I want to give a few shout outs myself. <clears throat> First off, um, indirectly, I owe my entire podcast career to VJ Burton. So shout out to VJ Burton. Shout out to Hype Williams. Shout out to Chris. Shout out to Jackie and Nick. Shout out to Autumn, shout out to Tam, shout out to Audrey Shady Ass, yo. Audrey, I love you. Audrey Shady as fuck, though. If you know Audrey, Audrey be throwing shade. I love you, though. Shout out to Jay Book. Shout out to Killer. Killer, like, oh, my God. Like, you want somebody in your corner, shout out to Killer. Shout out to Stephanie. Shout out to Cherry. Um, I am Cherry Poppins with the SO Podcast. Yo, the girls from Pity and Purpose can take my check any day. Again, I repeat, the girls from Pretty and Purpose can take my check any damn day of the week. Shout out to the team podcast. Um, 
Shout out to goddamn. I think I said Jackie and Nick already. I think. Shout out to to the whole GMB. Breach. First off, I gotta say it the right way. Shout out to the whole GMB, the Neek version. All right. <laughs> shout out to Bree. Shout out to Neek. Shout out to Talise. Um. Shout out to Christian. Shout out to Tanisha, aka Queen Poison. Shout out to the to the BMW podcast. Yo, listen. Shout out to women. Shout out to black women. Y'all are fucking amazing. Like, shout out to the wave that y'all are creating for yourselves. Shout out to every time I turn around, it's a new business started by a confident-ass black woman. I love you, motherfuckers. But one thing I do know is that we can love you better. And so that's what we're going to talk about in today's show. Black woman, how can I love you better? As a man, as a friend, as a partner... Just in general, how can I love you better? Well, that's the truth. Niggas always want to convince you what they are or who they are and then never show and prove. Guys do a lot of lip service in relationships. Oh, I'm going to be faithful. How? Show me. Oh, I'm a good man. How? Show me. I'm a provider. How? Show me. You just can't keep saying it. And a lot of you motherfuckers talk a good game and don't show and prove. Shout out to Hyde Williams for the, for the response. This was in response to me asking her, how do I properly love you better as a black woman? And her response was, be who you say you are. Men, are we who we say we are? Are we sending a representative out to meet these women? Or are we actually who we say we are? When you go through the three-step process of the interview, the walkthrough, and the hiring process, are you literally taking all of these steps in truth and in honor. And when I say the interview, I mean the first date. When we go out on the first date, think about when you go to an interview. You dress to the nine. Some of us dress to the nine for interviews. Some of us wear what we have. Some of us don't tend to give a fuck. And it's the same thing with the first date. Some of us come and we know that we're human. We know that we got bullshit going on, but we still put our best foot forward. We're not lying. We just put our best foot forward. I mean, who wouldn't want their best foot forward? I'm not trying to go out on the first date with a chick and she looks slouch. She got a bad attitude. The day just ain't treating her right. That's not first date material. It's not interview material. You see what I'm saying? So when when you when you're out here and you're talking to a woman for the first time, all we all you actually presenting yourself is who you say you are. Is the person that's on this first date, is that the dude she's going to get in three weeks? After the first time she sleeps with you, are you that guy? The guy that got the return phone call. The guy that she liked enough on the first date to give a second date to. The guy that might have made it the third date and now she's talking to her homegirls. For very lucky situations, my man's that smashed on the first night after the first date. Are you the same dude afterwards that you were when y'all was bowling, when y'all was walking through the park, when y'all was at the, hey, some niggas go to the arcade, when y'all was, you know what I mean, at the museum. Are you that same guy? When you go through the walkthrough at the job, after the interview process, you go through the walkthrough. They take you around the building. 
they show you parts of 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 the building where you're going to be working specifically why you have this access key that this gentleman over here does not why you have certain run and certain access to things that other people don't this is the equivalent of them taking you somewhere special to them if you're the same dude all the way through the interview stage and you've remained that same dude now when it's time to be on a more intimate level a special level a level that allows them to somewhat take the veil off a little bit when they take you somewhere special, are you still that same guy? Are your feelings still the same? Every Because, I mean, let's just be honest, man. We can call it game. You can call it mating calls. You can call it whatever. Men say things to get women to want to be on their side. Of course, there's initial attraction. There's initial, you know, just energy, spark, whatever. But in the essence of conversation... If there's not that just y'all fall in love just with be, having a lot of things and common and things of that nature, some men go the extra mile, which for a lot of women we probably should, to make sure that you obtain her favor in order to get the second date or whatever the, the end game is for you all. So once she gives you that special access, are you that same dude? Or has it been, you know... Six months, eight months, a year into the game, and now she's not special enough no more. She gained a little weight, so now you don't see her the same. And, and even if you don't, that might be okay, but did you talk to her about it? During the walkthrough, did you ask questions? When she showed you things about herself that were vulnerable things, did you make mention of them? When she showed you these back rooms, when she showed you these side doors, when she showed you her pain and her hurt, did you just pay attention to the fact that she was bad and that's what you liked? Or did you stay the same guy and pay attention to her hurt, pay attention to her stories, pay attention to her triggers? Or did you just say, fuck it? And a lot of times it ain't even really fuck it. It's just that some men, and not a fault of our own. I'm going to be real. Sometimes you have to learn it. But some men don't, we lack the emotional connection to actually pick up certain trigger signs. And this is not me defending dudes or anything like that. What I'm saying, though, is in the sense of what you told her in the interview stage. Did you stay that way through the, in, the entire interview stage? And now that we here, now that she has, has again... Gave you access to a certain piece of her that nobody else has ever seen. Or maybe it got seen before and it got crushed and hurt so bad that she's kept it closed for so long. My G. Are you going to be the dude that you said you were? I'm not saying you're not going to fight. I'm not saying y'all not going to argue. But I'm saying you putting your hands on her? I'm saying it's, it's cheating on her the option now because you mad. I'm saying, are we petty? I mean, well, everybody's a little petty, but is you like fucked up petty? Or like, come on, we all a little petty in our relationships, but I digress. Um, but are you still going to be a man for her? We all, man. You think you think I ain't never had an old lady that ain't pissed me the fuck off? Come on, man. 
But she my old lady for a reason. And so when we get into arguments, when we get in, when, when we actually, excuse me, I won't even talk about arguing. When we get to the walkthrough, when we get that extra pass, that extra key, let's value what that is. And if it brings up a flag to us, talk. Because if you've made it past the interview stage, this person definitely is okay with having dialogue with you. Talk to them. Tell them, yo, this might be a little bit too much for me. Tell them, nah, you good. Talk to me. Whatever the truth is, you're here now. And then there's the hiring process. When the agreement has been made, when a relationship has been sealed, whether it is an intimate relationship, whether it is a friendship that has not been forged, whether it is the, whether, whether I'm sorry, it is the infamous FWB, which very rarely works out. But whatever the end game is, when the hiring process is made, when the hiring process, when the agreement is agreed upon, are you still that same guy? That's really what it is, my G. Whoever you presenting yourself as in that initial meeting, just like you want her to be the same woman, you want all of the things that she's saying to resonate to a higher level. You want to you want to hear them and they feel good. Then you want to visually see the actions. It's just like anything. It's like watching your favorite sports team. I'm, I'm not going to. Well, actually, I am going to equate a relationship to a sports team. I, I damn sure am. When your team makes a trade or, or, or drafts a new player and that player from, from, from what you've been told and what has been given to you as data is the shit. When they come to the team, if you're a real sports fan, you expect for them to be the shit, but only in the realm of what they're supposed to be doing. If you got you a first round, a first round pick, and that motherfucker's supposed to be all the hype, you expect all the hype. But if you draft it deep in the motherfucking fifth round, and they from a small town college, you might not expect the best, but you mold them. It's the same thing with relationships. If you come out the gate talking about you going to do X, Y, and Z, then back that shit up. But if you a fifth round pick, play your motherfucking position. And that's on both sides of the coin. We can no longer allow ourselves to cross boundaries of other people for the, for the satisfaction of our, our, our own guilty pleasures. That's disgusting. People are turning their backs on people nowadays. Be just simply do. And when I say turning backs, I'm not talking about like being nasty and not fucking with people. I'm saying from the aspect of a lot of relationships aren't being forged due to the fact that past relationships weren't forged in the right way. Are you the person you said that you were? Be who you say you are. Are we lying or are we giving proper presentation? Shout out to all my G's giving proper presentation. Shout out to all my ladies giving proper presentation. One thing I did want to note, though, is the first thing she brought brought up was cheating. Most women you talk to, when you ask them what they want, a lot of women's first response is a man that won't cheat. Bros, that's sad. Because that means that you lack 
the fortitude. I ain't going to even say like the fortitude to not sleep with other women. Mm-mm. Because as a man, sometimes in life, that is a natural thing. You ha- That's just what we do. But if you don't have the mental fortitude and, and just the, the willpower. And I've liked it. We all have. I'm not doing no shade. To not be in a relationship while doing it. Then you're wrong. If that's the area you're moving in, you need not be in a relationship. Now, if you married and, and that shit didn't hit you, you got to learn how to stay faithful. Or talk to your wife. Some of y'all got some open-ass relationships and they dope and they work for y'all because y'all talk. And a lot of you motherfuckers are suffering because y'all don't talk. I'm not saying open relationships is the best. My man, please, if you just heard this and you were a nigga that's like, maybe I should have talked to her about that. I'm not saying go do that. I'm saying talk about your relationship. Or did not. Actually, I am saying do that. Go go ask your lady if, if it's okay to have an open relationship. But do it respectfully. And if and if she says no and she's worth it, then my nigga. Sometimes we just got to resist urges. If you love her enough. Women too. Women the same. But I'm hitting it. Um, we, we talking about our men today. Men, are, are we just doing a lot of convincing? Are we doing a lot of lip service? During the interview stage. Are you are you who you say you are? During the walkthrough, when she shows you her vulnerable times, her vulnerable parts, her vulnerable back rooms, are you who you say you are? And during the hiring process, when the agreement is made, when the friendship is forged, the relationship is bond, the sex is had, or whatever the end game is, are you who you say you are? If we continue to hurt women the way that we are, that's what continues to create the revolving door of a lot of fucked up relationships, a lot of in and out, a lot of people who would just rather be by themselves than to ever have to actually spiritually commit to somebody else. It's not all our fault, man. I'm not. I'm not about to put the blame 100% on us, but my G, I'm a man. It's our fault a lot. How can you probably love a black woman? Be who you say you are. Whoever you selling at that dinner table, whoever you selling at that bowling alley, whoever you selling at that museum, whoever you selling on that height, on wherever, be that person. Now, ladies, stop thinking that you can go on vacation with a nigga that you just met three weeks ago and he your man. All right, we do have to get, there's a few flags on the play. Don't just because a nigga take you out of town in three weeks. He got a lot of dough. Ooh, that's bae. No. You're not. No. <laughs> and if you get your feelings hurt, that part is not that man's fault. Just like these brothers need to walk into in the light of who they say they are. Ma'am, you need to as well. And just because, just when a man says he's structured in things, he gets impressed by shiny things too. But does that mean he should lose his structure? No. And so when you say you are a woman who walks in a certain light and you meet a man that can show you a lot of shiny things, let those shiny things be what they are. Shiny things, my love, still walk in the light of who you say you are. We are going to get into the strain of conversation. If you if you rocking with me so far, we are talking about how to properly love a black woman. That was Hype Williams on the response of... Um, 
how do you properly love a black woman? And her response was, be who you say you are. So again, we talked about the interview stage, the walkthrough, and the hiring process. Oh, side note too. Always respond to a woman wherever she sent the message. If your woman sent you a message on IG, respond on IG. Don't and she sent you a different text, respond through text. Don't ever try to pick up the 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 IG message in text. Unless it's something serious, it's different. Trust me. It's a little cute shit. Anyway. The interview stage, the walkthrough, the hiring process. How do I properly love a black woman? We are going to get into the strain of conversation, and then we'll get back into the topic. Thank you all for rocking with me so far. I love you all. Welcome to the strain of conversation. What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever edition of Strain of Conversation, and thank you for being here. True to its name, we are going to, in the middle of our conversation, talk about a cannabis strain. And the point of doing Strain of Conversation was because I enjoy marijuana, but I enjoy it for more purposes than just smoking. And I feel a lot of people who like to smoke weed, literally a lot of times, don't know what they're smoking. You really don't know if you like Indicas. You don't know if you like Sativas. You don't know if you like Kush. You don't know if you like OG. I mean, well, OG Kush. <laughs> you don't know if you like uh, hybrids. You don't know if you like underwater, You which is hydro. You don't know if you like Gan. You just want to smoke weed, and sometimes you smoke weed, and it's a bad reaction, and sometimes it's a good reaction. Strength of conversation is to try to, A, just bring to you some of the things I like to smoke, and B, try to help to eliminate some of the guesswork. Today, today's train of conversation in the first ever in the vault is animal cookies. <laughs> animal cookies is the child of legendary strains, Girl Scout cookie and fire OG. This clone only strain flowers in nine to 10 weeks and grows dense, frosty green buds tipped with purple. True to his name, Animal Cookies has a sweet, sour aroma with heavy full-body effects that will impress any veteran consumer. This potent medicine might be overkill for mild symptoms, but its ability to obliterate severe pain and insomnia is unprecedented. For one, before I get into my self-review, I just want to give a shout-out to Leafly.com. That's where I, I, the what I just read, read you, that's where that came from, Leafly.com. A lot of times people sell you weed and you ask for the name and they give you a name. Nine times out of ten, if you go to Leafly and it's not there, it's not the name. I'm not saying it's not the variation. They just could have, you know what I mean, not known the real name and threw something on top. So a lot of times you can go check there. Um, Leafly also breaks down the terpenes. I think I'm saying that word right. But anyway, it's the aromatic compound of marijuana. And so um, it breaks it down in a sense of talking about it from a peppery sense, a lemony sense, a floral sense, whatever it may be. And it'll, it'll, you can, you can just go to Leafly Man and you can get a lot of information on the strain that you might be smoking at the time. But today's strain of conversation is animal cookies. For me, it is extremely calming. It put me in a very, very relaxed mood, not to the point to where I was like sleepy or tired or couldn't move or stuck like some of us know, but in a chill, open space. My mental space was open. I was open to ideas. I was just open to life. 
Um, it's a really good strain. I, I like it. Um, just and another reason I like Leafly is it describes the buzz for you. So when you buy stuff and people say, hey, this is this, you can read that and see what it is. True to its form, it, it, it's just like that. It, it's small, dense buds. It's it's beautiful. And um, I mean, for people who like chill weed, go to sleep weed. Uh, I'm about to chill and watch a movie weed. My munchies might kick in in the 35 to 45 minute weed. This is not for new smokers. Um, for all of us advanced smokers, this is the type of shit that I have a new smoker around you and it'll piss you off. Because they're going to geek the fuck out. Anyway, um, animal cookies. Um, yeah, like I said, it com- it's, it's, it's very common for me. I recommend it. I liked it. It does have that peppery flavor to it. Uh, if, you, if you're a smoker, you know what I mean? But it's not overkill. It's not intense. But yeah, that strain of conversation. Thank you for listening. For all of my weed smokers, uh, I hope that helped. For everyone that does not smoke weed, even if it sparks your interest a little bit, welcome to the dark side because we're all good people over here. And I'll see you on the next one. This has been Strain of Conversation. What I mean by be intentional and loving us is literally intend to love us. Like, intend to give us your all, not take from us. I feel like men and women, let me just clarify that, nowadays when they are trying to, like, focus on finding someone to love, be in a relationship, whatever it is that they desire, it's about self. Who's going to love me best, love me most, love me, 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 and not, like intending to give all love to someone else um which is what's the most important is what we give not what we receive so i just feel like men are not as intentional they're looking for who's going to take care of them who's going to do this who's going to do that not realizing that if you just give your best at loving a woman that you know is deserving of it if your intention is to genuinely love her then everything that you could possibly do desire if she's the right woman and her intentions are to love you she's gonna give it to you loving them with intention what is our intention when you meet a woman and you know that you want her what is your intention what is an intention let's start there an intention is an aim or a plan Stick a little deeper then. What is a plan? A detailed proposal for doing or achieving something, and it's as a noun, and as a verb, it's defined as decide on and arrange in advance, as in planning a wedding or something like that. So a plan, a detailed proposal for doing or achieving something. And loving this woman, what are you hoping to achieve? What level of love are you giving her what level of love should she actually be receiving? What level of love is she is she deserving of? Just because she's a woman does not mean that that's the woman that's deserving of your 100% love. Is that the woman that you are attempting to marry if that's the route you're going? Is your love deep enough for this woman on a friendship level? Is this is your love deep enough for this woman? Where you are intimate with her. I'm not even talking sexually at this point. But what are your intentions? I ask that because I think a lot of times we 
we come into relationships and what takes us over is what a lot of us like to call the honeymoon stage. The initial phase, the, the, the hugs, the kisses, the loves, the hanging out, the sex at the beginning, the, well, shit, the sex all the way through. Anyway, <laughs> the, the highs that come with the initial collision of two energy forces, two people, two, two new souls uh, running into each other. Sometimes we we tend to run relationships and friendships and new uh, meetings off of that. But what are your actual intentions? Because those things happen because it's beautiful. That's life, bro. It's beautiful for two sides to connect. When two women meet each other and they're on the same level, that shit is like earth moving. When you meet another man and y'all like click off top, that shit is earth moving. And so think about it in a relationship. That honeymoon phase when it's fucking amazing, that's why that is there. That's why that's there is because it's it's universal for souls to impact like that. That's what's supposed to happen. But when that happens and you find that person and you find that level of love in a uh, intimate relationship that you do want to progress to a level of actually being with that person what are your intentions? Where are you trying to take this? Are we... Are you looking to get married? Are you looking to have a girlfriend for the rest of your life? Are you looking to possibly move in a couple years because of your job and... You don't know if you're going to even be in this area for too much longer. What are your intentions for having this woman around? Let's get into it. <clears throat> One thing that I continue to bring up, though I've always knew, though I've always knew, especially as a man, romance without proper finance is a road to avoid. And I can't front I, like most men, I traveled it anyway. A man without a proper piece of land to present is still a man, just one who should stay single until he acquires. Listen to me again, gentlemen, and this is talking about intention. This this is definitely leading with intention. What is your intent? What is it, why do you why do you have this woman around? This woman can be courted by anybody. Why should she choose you? We can get into it from a from a bunch of different standpoints, but from from your from what you're delivering. In essence, if we go back to what we first talked about about who you are, and after you've shown who you are, what is that person's intentions in having this woman around? A man without proper without a proper piece of land is still a man. Just one who should stay single until he acquires. What I mean by that is women want to be comfortable. And a lot of times, a lot of men have like eight out of the ten things that make women fully fucking comfortable. The crazy thing about women, though, are they're, they're not like us. They need all ten of them shits. Okay? And it's not their fault. It is... In order to love them properly, they need all 10 of these things. And when we're talking about black women, some of these things are things that are cultural aspects in a relationship. Some of these things are things that uh, range in the realm of all women. Uh, Aspects of things that her parents taught her to recognize in a man as her potential mate. 
a man without proper finance is not a man that should be dating. When you are in, in, I know we sticking in the realm of black women and this kind of goes into not, it, it, it falls into the lane of protection, but not in that sense of what we, like how we've been out here talking about it in the streets lately, but it goes in the level of protection of stability, of comfort, of a level of her being able to let her guard down and trust you enough. Well, when that trust comes in that if she does let her guard down in the sense of being more vulnerable with you, that she doesn't have to be taken advantage of a lot of women. That's their fear. A lot of women are successful out here. They, they did something for a dude before you and that dude like ran through her dough and now she's afraid to do for you. Not because she's, and I'm not even saying like from the standpoint of a woman like supporting you, but like she's afraid to do for you in, in, in so many senses because she doesn't want to get her heart hurt again. What is, what are your intentions? When we sit down and we actually talk to people and we tell them what we want, the the biggest thing is the fear of rejection. Nobody wants to come out and actually say, hey, uh, my intentions is to clearly just knock these boots. And you get told no, because that's not what she wants. What we have to digest, though, is that's really what life should be. It's okay for this woman to say, no, that's not what I want to do. And it should be okay for you to be like, all right, cool. That's still what I want to do, but I respect your decision, so I'm going to move on. Sometimes the the changing your level of attraction for somebody in the sense of if, if you know that she's not the one that just want to have sex early and you, you still want to have sex with her, so now you say, oh, well, let me... Switch it up a little bit. Sometimes that switching it up a little bit is what leads us to some of these toxic situations. Your body has a built-in computer. And when your body tells you not to go in a certain direction, it's literally probably doing that for your best protection. Not because that person is bad, not because something's wrong with that person, but your internal computer is your intuition. Your intuition is tied to your mentals and your mentals is tied to your what? Your solar solar plexus and your solar plexus is tied to your what? Your absolute soul and spirit. Sometimes... When we go in with an intention, we have to stick with it. Our intentions are not always going to match that other person's. But you have to be truthful about your intention. So to circle back and still talk about what I was coming in here with. You cannot have the the intentions that you have with a woman should not progress past casual meetings and greetings, for lack of a better term. If you do not have the proper necessities to progress into a level of taking care of her and protecting her for the long haul, you just shouldn't know what your intentions are. I'm not saying don't go out here and get you some. I'm not saying don't go out here and court women. I'm, but, but understand that if a woman treats you a certain way, it might be because of certain things. I'm not saying being disrespected. I'm just saying, understand if you're not pick number one. Become a proper man. And I'm not even talking from a standpoint of me trying to talk down to niggas. And there's a lot Penrose got to work on. But what I'm saying is in the sense of how do we love a black woman better? How do how do you be a better black man? How do you be better to your brothers in the streets? How do you be better to your community? How do we sometimes take the veil off and look back at 
Not necessarily. A lot of times we get lost in, in it and just being like, yo, look at the hood. You ain't did nothing for the hood. What have you done for the just just for another black man, period? And if you are doing for the hood, great. What I the point that I'm getting at it, because plus I come from the hood. I would never say fuck the hood. That's not that's not the point I was getting at. What I was getting at though is we have to once we become better just as a black man, it's easier to be better to these black women. We have to stop using them as our quote-unquote punching bags. A lot of you niggas got to stop using them literally as your punching bags, you fuck niggas. Like, real shit. Niggas that hit women, bro, like, you niggas disgust me. Um, we We have to protect our black women from a lot of senses. And one of the main senses is actually a level of stability. The most secure woman still desires and requires stability and security. If you can't do it for you, how can you do it for her? I say desire because most women, I say desire first in that sentence because most women will actually work with you and, and, and try to see if you get somewhere for if, if, if you're a dude that is lacking. You got some women that will do this, but they still require it. I, the most successful woman requires a level of stability from you. That if you cannot give it, it does not make her not love you. It turns her off from you. And you would much rather want a woman that's, that does not love you, that's turned on by you, than a woman that loves you, that's turned off by you, my nigga. Listen to me again. You would much rather want a woman who does not love you, that is turned on by you, than a woman who loves you, that's turned off by you. Do not walk into the realm attempting to move into the next level of ecstasy without being the proper man that you need to be for that woman. Love them with intention. Love them with a plan. Love them with a purpose. Ladies, open your eyes sometimes and see that the plan is working for you. The purpose is there. The intention is there. But sometimes it's not there by the man that you want it to be. Sometimes it is there by the man that you want it to be. And sometimes you're just too stubborn to see because you was told it would come this way or you thought it would come this way or whatever the case may be. This ain't about y'all, so I'm not going to stay on y'all too long. My point being is be receptive to blessings. A lot of times when we move too fast, we speak our tongue too quick, or we ask things way too, too, too harshly, we're not able to see the light right in front of us. Men, we definitely have to do a much, much better situation or a much better job for our black women. But black women, I, I beg of you and I would implore you to open your eyes to the level of niceness of most black men out here. I understand that sometimes one bad apple can mess it up for everybody. But just like a lot of y'all come at us like, well, what she did to you, I didn't do. It's the same thing with us. And I get that a lot of men play some of the same tricks. I get that manipulation happens on both ends of the ball. But trying to always blame us for your issues doesn't fix them and men trying to always stand over for the men who do this trying to manipulate because manipulate her because of her issues it does not fix anything 
We are a broken community. But we are a beautiful community. We are a community of strong people. Actually, Miss, I'm, let me take that strong shit out. And if you know me, you know why I'm pulling that back. We are a community of the best. I'll put it that way. We are a community of people that when banded together, nothing can, can penetrate. And in a relationship between us, it's magical. But all of us are not meant to be together. Find your person. Love with your level of intention and make sure that your intention meets their reception. Make sure your reception meets their intention. Do not, do not, I beg of you men, please do not change your intention as a man because that woman doesn't receive it the way that you want it. A, you're just moving into a level of toxic that is going to hurt both of you. And B, you... You're really kind of killing off your manhood in the spiritual sense. Don't change your level of intention strictly for an alternate goal. Love these women with intention. They deserve it. Black women are the backbone and the cornerstone of our community. They're the mother of our children. They're they're the, the most... We are the most preyed upon, but I think they are the most hated person on this earth they get treated differently by doctors a lot of women turn their nose up to them when those of us who tend to date outside of our race when you don't hate your race you ever notice that sometimes they turn their nose up to black women a lot harder black women don't deserve it they are beautiful people they are queens they are just Black women, a black woman is the river as it runs across your feet on a lazy day sitting on a bank. She is the sky when it opens up and it cries with rains that you needed so much. A black woman, her smell, her touch, her oof. Black women made me bite my lip. I just put it that way. <laughs> Listen, love these women with intention. Love them with purpose. And be who you say you are when you're loving them. Real quick, and I'm, and I'm going to be short, and I'm going to get up out of your way before uh, after this. In loving them, and shout out to my homegirl, Ebony. That's what you heard on that response as well. I also talked to Kira from Moms with Martinis about this uh, briefly. Shout out to Kira from Moms with Martinis. And she responded and she said that men need to find happiness. We need to find happiness in ourselves and get the emotional and mental support that we need to become that person that is within. That had to be some of the most realest shit I've heard in a long time. Men, we don't tend... To find our own level of happiness. We, 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 we purpose our happiness in our families. Our children and our wives. And though we would want to see them happy. That's really not your level of happiness. Happy. The feeling or showing pleasure or contentment. Fortunate and convenient. Just because you're good that your family's happy. Does not mean that you're happy. What is your level of happiness? 
And I'm not saying that your family doesn't make you happy. I'm saying what is the the level of happiness that gets you to a point as a man to where you're not shutting down on her. To where you are able to have a emotional relationship with your old lady. To where what is what is the level of happiness you can get to to where you can be secure in being a man. A lot of a lot of us as men, we literally think that as long as we can provide and that we can get up and go to work every day to make sure we provide that that that, (coughs) excuse me, that that makes us a man. And that is definitely 100 percent a part of it. But shutting down on her when she needs you to be emotional because she sits that you're hurt and not being able to talk to her that hinders things. More black men uh, go to therapists nowadays, and that's dope, but still not a lot of us do. More of us are open to discussing feelings with our close friends, and that's important as well. You got to be able to open up to your mans and them, too. And maybe that might start like helping a lot of y'all open up at home, too. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I notice that a lot of the situations that I notice go on, and I'm blessed when I say this. I'm blessed. A lot of the situations that go on, I had to actually realize that I was being very biased to a lot of people's situations because I'm like, oh, that shit don't happen to me. So, And then I had to think about it. That's like when white people look at, at black folks getting harassed by the cops. It don't happen to them. So why turn the, you know, that's why they turn. No, it's not okay. It's not okay to turn the other cheek or, or the closed, I'm sorry, the closed eye. On that situation. And what I'm saying by all of that is. I have friends that I can talk to. my About my mental issues. Or uh, emotional issues. Or whatever issues. And so the outlet. um, Is there. In a friend sense. And a lot of men don't have that. And it's. It's normal for women to have a bigger circle of friends than men. And a lot of times men, their friend uh, group is the extent of whoever their wife's friends, boyfriends or husbands are. Some of us don't have some of us aren't friends with dudes we grew up with. Some of us don't have a long lasting adult male friendships. And those are important. Reach out to your people. Talk to your people for a man to be able to find happiness in himself, to be content within himself and to be solidified within himself as a man is extremely important. And the essence of that man being beneficial to the woman in his relationship, man, it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay to talk. It's okay to cry. This does not make you a punk. I feel like I still handle my own out here, but nigga, I cry. I talk to my old lady. I, well, yeah. <laughs> when I'm in relationships, I'm I'm very open. You know what I mean? You just find your level of being able to find your happiness. Get there. It takes some work. It takes some work. But you do have to find your happiness and get the mental and emotional support that you need in order to be happy. It's okay. It is fucking okay. I'm about to get up out of here. I feel oh one 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 quick thing. A negative feeling toward the sharing of positive emotion between men has to be admitted to and recognized, discussed, and abolished. Men, we it's gotta stop being weird and stupid to be open with your homies. I ain't saying you gotta talk about everything with your men, but those that's what your friends are for. Alright. Again, um, thank you all for being here. I'm about to get up out of here. Listen to these women. Love these women with intention. Be who you are. Go through the interview process. 
go through the walkthrough, go through the hiring process. Look at yourself. Are you really presenting yourself correctly? Uh, again, love these women with attention. Get the get the, the the emotional and mental help that you need to find your happiness. And I mean, shit. Love these women the right way. They deserve it. Black women are the backbone of our community. They are the mother of our children. Again, <laughs> black women made me bite my lip. I swear to God. Listen, uh, for everybody that's in with the airdrop of my voice, let me start by saying, well, I'm sorry, let me end by saying you're welcome. Uh, this is not a cocky statement. I should just always be in a level of service. And so I will always hope that I'm doing enough for you to say thank you. And so I'm always here to say you're welcome. I just appreciate y'all for being here, yo. Like, Penrose, like, it's been fuck, nigga. Like, I ain't about to crown this fucking mic. It's just, thanks for fucking listening. I love y'all. Um,. Yeah, man, fuck. <laughs> Hoodie season next year again. Uh, I'm I'm putting it out there now. We're gonna show this motherfucking. Uh, uh, I'm gonna have a hoodie season. Bring your hoodie to my hood. We're gonna do it in Detroit for my birthday next September. Uh, I'm putting it out there now. Of course, more information will come. What else? Shout out to everybody. I gave a shout out at the beginning. Just shout out to you if you grinding. Shout out to podcasters. Shout out to people that's in love. Like 2020 is. It's crazy. Find your level of beauty and exist in it. I love you all. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. Jump back and kiss yourself, man. Um, I ain't got nothing else for y'all. I really could go on all day. I just love you. Just, just be beautiful. Black women, I love y'all. <laughs> I love y'all. My name is Penrose Eames. I'm going to always be Penrose Eames. I hope you always be you. I love y'all, man. Let me get the fuck up out of here because I just keep going. I love y'all. Y'all be good. Peace. Thank you for experiencing another episode of Penrose versus Anybody. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you're here with us, and we 100% appreciate that. Make sure to find me at Penrose Eames on Twitter and IG. Find the show at Penrose versus Anybody on IG and Penrose versus Any on Twitter. Rate and subscribe on iTunes, and please leave a review so I can always learn how to serve you better. And always look for us anywhere you can find a podcast. And remember, your happiness is not built on the back of being a beneficiary, but on the legs of being beneficial. Jump back and kiss yourself. I love you all. Have a great day. Black woman. I asked her what she was, and they replied all kind of things. But the one thing they all agree, her blood made them queens. Now, I'm inclined to believe that if we push past earthly things... We find your resonance supremely resonates in the tell of a godly dream. Yes, your resonance. See, black woman is an elongated vibration. She's the laughter of our children. She's the screams of our nation. She's the rushing of rivers, transcending the common of lakes, purifying the world with her waters. Anytime the pair breaks, she's God. Black woman, the taste of your soul is the art that I walk in, the nourishment I feed of, the sustenance that gives me substance to become who I am. Upon my lips, you place preparation. And to my innermost being, you pour yourself. You've grown within me. The lessons you leave roll around my soul like the tongues of two feverish lovers. And I enjoy it. You wet my palate. You excite my senses. You quench my thirst. You're the last letter at the end of the last word. Spoke and suspended in air by a lover we won't see for a while. Black woman, you are an immortalized moment. Black woman, you are the brushstrokes of my life. You dance on my canvas like dribbled chocolate added to my caramel macchiato. You're the extra that makes me better. 
You're a path I travel for miles with home in both directions. You're the sand beneath the footsteps of God when she carried me. You're a sunset, one that never drips my horizon. One that holds the pink and orange of life's days in her hands and lays them upon my face at night as dreams. Your eyes are my lighthouse. Thank you for your direction. Your words are my law, for I commit myself to you. But these shoulders are for you. I will forever be your support. And in my chest, I will hold you and turn my back to the world, for I will always be your protection. Black woman, you are life. You are beauty. You are God. You are art. You are food. Black woman, you are.